Why, hello everyone. It's a very sedate and relaxed introduction to the Library Foundation Community Podcast. It is 11.04, the 4th of November of 2022, episode 122. And the episode name is SEC Judge Follies because there was a big piece of news. I, I was kind of taken aback. We had the release of, how would you describe it, Svelte? The, uh, the transcript for the... Well, the summary judgment hearing transcript, and I would call it... Oh, I, I think that the judge learned a lot, and I think he had a lot of learning to do. That's the way I, I describe it. You know, it. that is a great way to pitch it. We'll be talking about that later in the show. We'll also be talking about a whole bunch of news that dropped today, because I don't know what happened to this world, but the last three months of news that we've been waiting to cover on this show all dropped in the same week, all over the place. And I, it's, it's nuts. I'm glad that we have stuff to talk about, but man, all at once. So here we are, all in the Library Foundation community podcast with an all new sort of background image that we'll be playing with as uh, as publication goes on you're going to see different images for audio only and video recording it's it's going to be a good time i see we've got some new people dropping in yellow swagons popping into the chat excellent let's not go too long normally we would open with sandro and the creator of the week however everybody take a moment to look around what do you not see we're missing the british guy we are missing the british guy we're missing a Sandro. And I know he was here a minute ago, like not in the chat, but I know he was online just a minute ago. But you know where he's not right now? He ain't here. So Creator of the Week will be updated in the notes, but we would normally actually talk about who it is and what they're doing. You know what? That's okay. I think we've got enough content to keep us very, very busy. And just to run down the people that are here that you're probably going to be hearing from me, I'm Lex Tenebris. You know who I am if you've been here before. Over there, we've got Farmer Josh, and we've got Svelte, and we've got Fatboy2000. Fatboy2000. Hey, how you doing? We've got Mattyator, who you won't be hearing from, but you'll probably be hearing us reading some of the things that Mattyator has to say. Uh, and, and we've got Arian, who is also quite quiet, but is a pleasure to have on site. Good time. We're going to have good time today because we got stuff to talk about, and I just, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. So let's start with something that I found very, very interesting. And this will not matter to most of the people who are international, or maybe it will. I found it very interesting that, honestly, made a Twitter post, of course it was a Twitter post, talking about the fact that midterm elections in the United States are basically next week. They are literally right around the corner. And so they have a show that is branded by them. It appears to be effectively publicly endorsed by Odyssey with a number of, well, generally conservative commenters and streamers streaming that commentary live on Odyssey. Lauren Shin, Lauren Southern, I think they need a couple more people named Lauren, Carl Benjamin, and there, if you look in the actual post, a ton more people are going to be involved in that live stream on Odyssey at 6 to 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, which is good, which is a good time for it. I'm kind of excited for this. And the thing that struck me unusually was the fact that this is a very professional, a uh, very constrained, very interesting, and a very adult post from Odyssey. 
on on the Odyssey platform promoting content which is really interesting on Odyssey. I, I don't know how to take that. What do you guys think? I think it'd be more fun if Jeremy was involved. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but that might be mm, might be a little more complicated considering that he's actually running for a position in Senate this year. So uh, he has a, a vested interest, but I'm, I'm sure he's going to come up a couple of times during that stream. I probably won't be watching this stream. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll probably be watching Steven Crowder stream, which is going to be on Rumble, mainly because I find his commentary more personally pleasing. I find him funnier. I'm excited. This is, I may even just tune in for just a little bit. Just, I, I want to see it. Yeah. I, 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 since I've learned about it just, just right now, I'll probably watch into it, but I'll probably be watching Sticks Hex and Hammer stream with a sleazy P Martini. That's uh, that's oh, kind of fun. Oh man, I love Gore. I did not even know that was a thing. Uh huh. Do, they're doing a midterm election stream too. Is it also going to be on that day? It's oh. going to be streamed on Odyssey. Yes. Oh sweet, dude. Uh, uh, get that Sticks link. And Hammer's channel. I think this is. Will do. I think this is one of the things that Odyssey. I, I, you know, I hate to say good things about Odyssey, but you know, I think it's one of the things that Odyssey. He can and and actually does do well is is presenting this kind of content and allow you know anybody to have their voice alongside those people. Now they're not getting promoted in the same way. It is totally a front end to the library block to the library system. That is, it, it's gaining some momentum from what I can see. I, so. Is, okay, so let's be clear: the live streaming system is not a front end into the library system because the, no, no, the, the live system, streaming yeah. part is not. No, yeah, no. and it, it's they are doing interesting things with live stream because that's where their competitive space is right now. But I, I think it's really interesting. And we're going to talk about stuff that they're doing outside of the live stream space that does touch on, on library protocol itself here in just a few minutes. This is good. Like, I want to see more of this sort of thing being touched on, being talked about, being passed around. This is probably one of the most positively aspected things that I've seen come up in a while. So Yeah, yeah they, uh, one thing I'll say about it is that, like you mentioned, Lex, it's a much more uh, adult post than than what you've seen in the past from Odyssey when they've interacted with some of their creators. But, you know, in the past, sometimes their interactions with the community have been received negatively. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that this that this uh, election night podcast is uh, is received differently. I'm a little bit skeptical of the idea oh, yeah. of interacting with the community too much just because it seems like what Odyssey is going for is kind of an old school YouTube vibe. And one of the cool things I thought about YouTube back in the day was that they basically didn't do any interaction with the community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. But um, but but it, I remain a little bit skeptical. The but, fact but that we'll... it is is clearly Odyssey branded makes me a little witchy. It seems a little little much. Rather than putting the hosts and and the the, the attendees and, and the coverage first, that branding is right there front and center. I, I think that's a little much. I wouldn't do then that, again, but I get it. Then again, with their budget, you got to market however the hell you can. I mean, this and, is true. To me, you know, that's a cheap that, that's a cheap effective way of marketing. So I guess we'll see. We'll see. And, and I imagine, and this is me being purely speculative, but it, it fits with the pattern. I imagine that we are going to see 
them post the the entire stream after the fact, uh, you know, available to be watched later and referenced later, and that will be committed to library. So, you know, in that sense, I know that we are going to see more content and more important content that's getting promoted be placed available to the protocol, and that, that makes me happy. This is, this is a step forward. And yes, yes, I know, if you're outside of the United States, you may not even know or care what a midterm election is. The short version is uh, we elect presidents every four years. We elect half of our Congress also every four years offset, mm -hmm. <laughs> offset by yep. two years. So half of it comes up in two years and then half of it comes up in another two years. Well, then you have your governor's races in the individual states. That right, in governor's races. Yeah, it, oh. it starts getting complicated if you, you start looking into it. But this is an important midterm in the United States. There, I'm not going to belabor it any more than that. If you are an international viewer and you're interested in hearing more about how the U.S. electoral system works, you know, like, leave a message down below after the show. You you know, send us a message. We'll be happy to talk about this stuff. Probably not on this show, but I, I don't I think we could probably get together and have a chat chat about yeah, how the U.S. the after show. Yeah, well, I mean, not not even the after show. I'm just saying it. We could we could do it in another day. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey, Alex, may I have a word in? Uh, is it an interesting word? Uh, maybe. I'm, uh, I'll give you a chance. I'm kind of worried about any uh, possible political bias. I mean, uh, well, after all, it's still a, still a business. you got to make profit. you got to cater to as many people as possible. Isn't there a slight chance they may lean on one or the other way? Nah, nah. I think that one of the things about about Odyssey and, and Rumble and all the other alt video tech platforms, alt streaming tech platforms, is the people that you're going to get on them are always going to be out on the extremes of both sides because they feel excluded from the middle, right? I don't get the feeling that this is going to be an extremist gathering of right-wing terrible people. I mean, I've looked at Lauren Chin's coverage of stuff. I've looked at Lauren Southern's, and while they are publicly conservative, in U.S. conservative terms, they're not extremists. They uh, they can be passionate, but they're not extremists. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we could find some nutcases to put on. We could probably fund them streaming now if we go look around. But Alex Jones! Hey, hey, he's making the frogs gay. Are streaming. He also is, yeah. News. So, freedom uh, of speech. I mean to be uh, leaning towards the left, not to the right. Yes, Why of course. That? Well, they've got to cater to people and having um, particularly um, special people in the chat might be uh, rather unwelcoming, may I say? Yeah, but at a certain point, populace. at a certain point, you have to say, and I mean this with, with all due respect, sometimes you have to say, fuck it, everybody gets to speak. Because if you don't, if you if you say, oh, well, it could invite a a part of the population that, you know, says things that are, are too extreme, that are not acceptable, then you've just decided what's acceptable to say, and you've, you've cut off a good chunk of your population that you could have as your audience anyway. So I would yeah. rather have them say, okay, yeah, this is definitely right-tinted, and if you go, you're going to see a bunch of trolls probably from both sides who are saying pretty horrific things. And some of those things will be against the terms of service for the platform, and they will get canned, like live, because you know they have some moderators for this thing. They're going to be sitting on it. It's Odyssey branded. But I imagine they're 
going to be be um, as lenient as they can be, which is pretty lenient when you get down to what is legally required. And that's probably healthy. Another reason that my guess is the reason that you see that it is right-leaning content being promoted in this particular live stream coverage is that in the U.S., I don't know, I can't speak to anywhere else about the U.S. elections, but the primary mode of coverage that you see being provided is very left-tinted. So there is much less feeling that the left isn't getting their say than the right is getting, that the right is being censured or ejected or pushed out and isn't getting their say. So in terms of marketing, it's a way better angle to take. If you if we just want to talk marketing, it's the side to go with. Yeah, I see that. It does make sense. After all, if uh, the right can't speak, they might as well not exist. Well, there's there's an old saying in the U.S. is, you know, you get the, the ballot box and the jury box and the ammo box. And the concrete the box. Yeah, yep. the first two don't work. You go to the third. <laughs> we're, we're not exactly known for being um, non-rebellious types. That is right. how we establish the entire country. Stand up and be counted or lay down and be mounted. Whoa, I like that. <laughs> that I like it. Yikes. I think I'm. that's going to get an image when uh, when I'm doing the video edit. So yeah, best thing I've heard of a Yankee in years. That's a good. Oh. One. <laughs> that's a good. One. All right, let's. That story is awesome. Uh, let's go on to something a little bit less awesome, but also interesting. The library desktop app, which you probably have used if you're listening to this show, or maybe it's the first time you've ever heard of it. The library desktop app is a standalone tool, so that you don't have to go to a website. You don't have to, con- you know, worry about centralized tools. Basically, all you got to do is start up the app and it'll talk library protocol to a hub and you can select that hub. Are we all on board with at least understanding that? Yep. So there was a non-standard build of the library desktop. After all, it was open source. That was split off called the community build, which had some other features that that some people wanted, like no ads, no ability to do ads, the ability to select hubs freely and integrate that interface. All that was in the community build. Well, recently that community build disappeared, was pulled down by its creator, who I think his name was Milroy Vanderberg, and and just was like pulled off of GitHub. But it turns out you can still get it, still compile it and still run it yourself if you go to the backup of that source code. And I thought that was it was interesting that it existed and that it was, you know, something that someone felt strongly enough about to put up and maintain. And I also, oh, Mattyator says it was a fork of desktop with add rewards tab and nothing else much. Hey, the add rewards tab is something I miss. I, I stumbled on this in the live in the, the library Reddit group today. And I was like, you know, because it's what you do before the show. You go looking for stuff. Jeremy Kaufman himself replied to this a couple of days ago and said, and I'd like to read it because I, I think it's kind of interesting. Interesting. That's a shame. For the record, making it easier to select hub servers and giving you feedback about what hub servers block for legal reasons is a big area of development for us. That This way, you can find a hub server that matches your location and or risk profile. And I had to think about that for a minute. I'm just going to... What are you guys' thoughts when you say that immediately? Well, I mean, this is the first time hearing of it, but... I don't know what to think. That's uh, that's very interesting coming out of Germany, too. Yeah. It should be free speech absolutism, you know. I don't care if you're a Nazi, a communist. I don't care if you're blowing somebody's head off. It's it's freedom of speech and, and stuff that people should be able to see if they want to see it. What about you, Phil? Well, um, yeah, it's something that they've talked about before, trying to make the... Basically, so there's been a lot of stuff in, the, in this area. They've actually tried to pawn the desktop app off 
on the on the foundation in the oh, past yeah. is my understanding but um but they are trying to make library much more of a decentralized layer of technology and part of that would obviously be making it easier for people to use a hub server that's not operated by library or odyssey so i i think it's good news but but fundamentally to be honest i think that you know you're not going to get a lot of people starting new hub servers or doing much development at all on odyssey or not on odyssey but on the library protocol until the court case is settled and i know we don't want to talk about that too much right now but yeah, i think yeah, that you're right though i think that ultimately the legal battle is um is much more important than any of these kind of technical issues because in order for the library protocol to become more decentralized what you need fundamentally is more people building on top of it and in order to have that you need to have a certain level of uh legal certainty uh surrounding the protocol so i think that's I, fair I mean, yeah yeah i think it's a good thing i think it's a good thing that that jeremy is talking about making the protocol more decentralized getting more people to use alternative hub servers but ultimately i think that it's not going to really make much of a difference until developers have a clear legal framework to work within i agree so i, I absolutely think that's that's true i also think that uh the ability to select hub servers and pull meta information about what those hub servers themselves say hey here are what we don't transport we we don't want to do anything with or what we do mm -hmm. and make that clear uh via part of the hub negotiation between that and the desktop app i think that is a huge step forward for yeah. helping uh basically create a federation the idea that the hub federation which we talked about the other day when when that came up the first time i believe this leans more into that the idea that they are looking to to make that hub federation more possible more compatible and more informative for the end user. I, I got to be in favor of that. I absolutely have to. Well, and here's another thing, speaking of legalities that I just thought of, you know, in the European Union and such, you, you have hate speech laws that just Correct. don't exist in the U.S. Maybe I could see why Jeremy would act in, a, in the way he did on it, just from that legal perspective of, hey, you know, automatically it's people in the European Union or European Union are pointed to a, a hub server that complies with European law it's up to them to choose another server right i mean it's that we don't even get into the whatever the defaults are i imagine the default will still be to point to the odyssey the odyssey or library yeah. core hub but the idea that there are more of them or could be more of them there uh, mediator of course runs an eu hub without anything because mediator has a scrotum the size of a small planet and we we're in favor of that sort of behavior in those choices good on you buddy yeah yeah i mean it's uh it's an interesting development. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the way Jeremy puts it, it sounds like you could basically have a list of all the hub servers and then, you know, the, the hub servers are kind of sorted according to whether they're legal or illegal. And Or they at least have um, they have a text file associated with them that, that says it's like an about page for them, which I think would probably suffice. Yeah, that would probably suffice. So maybe, you know, whether or not, say, a hub server wants to operate within the legal framework, provided 
guided by German law is written into the written into the document. But yeah, but, you know, but, you know, I mean, one, you know, the thing is that if you provide that information to people, you are implicitly providing them with the ability to choose hub servers where they know that things um, are being posted that are illegal in their in their country. Right. Which, right. which is, I think, what Jeremy means by, you know, allowing people to choose their the appropriate risk profile. You yes, know, you can, absolutely. You can choose to go with a hub server that provides content that's um, illegal in your area. So um, so it, it seems like, you know, he's offering people an opportunity to stay within the law, but he's also offering people an opportunity to get sort of as much um, content as they want to support freedom of speech as much as they want, if that's their choice. So, yeah, yeah I think this is a total win, total win. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm 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 very much in support of that in, in support of that post. And I think that, you know, once the legal problems are over and once more people are hopefully developing on top of library. I uh, I hope that this kind of thing is is very much the future of the protocol. I do too. And look, it's Sandro has finally decided to de slack and appear. I am. It, it, the reason why I didn't appear is I forgot the, the time because the uh, the uh, UK time zone went back an hour because it's winter oh, now. And he, and he didn't pay attention to the now. event or the pings or the. Yeah, I saw like four pings and I was like, something's going on. I better check it out. And like, oh shoot! Yeah. 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 Well, just just catch on because it's the the ride has started. We're going downhill now. Have you mentioned no. quite of the wheat legs? No, because you didn't finish waiting it. Waiting on you, man. But we'll deal with that yep. in a little bit because uh, right now, because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you didn't get creator of the week posted yet. You didn't let me know. Anyway, regardless. Yeah. We're going I was now. Timing it. Oh, well. The flames are going. We got mm -hmm. another thing to talk about, and in fact, this is part of a question that I saw on Reddit before the show. And I thought this would be interesting to put to you guys because I, th I think you, you probably have opinions. Uh, in particular, the question is, are there any forks of the library browser, which connects the last story, similar to Instagram with a focus on images? Since I became aware of the library protocol, it seemed to me the perfect opportunity to use it to create an alternative to Instagram. Does anyone know if there are any forks of the library browser or any mobile apps built on library that might be something along those lines, something dedicated specifically to photography? And I, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, do we you really need that? Uh, yeah, what do you think? I mean, to me, it's kind of built into it because, I mean, you can post images all the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly. You want to add a text in the description of that image? That's that's already that's built in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm sort of I, I, I like on the one mm -hmm. hand, I totally understand why you would want it from an interface point of view, because there's there is an interface that is uh, that is in question. It is convenient. Instagram is good for that. That narcotic hit of scroll joy especially the way that it learns what you like and keeps giving you more of that. Yeah, I forget normies uh, get their narcotics off the internet and not in person. So. Yeah, Mediator says Instagram works because they have their own algorithm running, scraping user yeah. data. Yes, you are correct. That is anything that you look at, especially anything that you like, it makes note of it. It makes note of things mm -hmm. that are like it, and it makes sure to give you more of that in your feed, which I want to be clear, is not inherently bad because it's giving the user more of what they have signaled that they want that's that's what the yeah. thing's for that's what people um, go for i'm not gonna i don't think that's mm -hmm. bad also lex have you ever actually used instagram yeah I, 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 there might be 
entirely too many hot chicks with muscular bodies and goths in my in my feed. No. Why? And also um, giant robots. Yeah. I, it's just giant robots, hot goth muscular <laughs> chicks, and um and and hideous monsters. Those those are the things that are in my feed. I can't explain it. Well, we know what your hub account looks like now. Oh, <laughs> you so do. Yeah, man. Okay, thanks. Um, yeah, I've actually never used Instagram um, because, yeah, by the time that I thought about using Instagram, I was like, nah, it's owned by Facebook. I'd rather not give all my data to Facebook for no reason. Well, here's the thing. Instagram is is very much focused on the interface and experience that is uh, extremely niche, right? It wants to talk about mm -hmm. photos and vertical video and, and basically fuck anything else. It is very clear about what it wants to be. And I, I appreciate that because if that's what you want, you know, I want to I want to go look at some photographic references. I want to go find some artists who have done this. I want to find pictures of this person. You know what? Go over to Instagram. There it is. People get doing selfies all day long. Yep, you got that. Like it is very, very focused. So I can see an advantage to a photography focused feed uh, uh, or interface or library. I absolutely can understand it just as I can see the the need for a a blog or reading experienced focused interface that is more more specific than the, the way that we currently interact. But I can't think of any that anyone's developed. I, I don't know every project, of yeah, course. Basically, a, a library book and a library gram. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason why not. Well, though, that, though, the, somebody, the, though the blog would probably be more uh, library medium. When you proposed, um, when somebody proposed a Twitter on um on Library, you dismissed it a lot more. That's extra. that's correct because Twitter Twitter is a dumpster fire, mm -hmm. and while it is a very specific kind of interface, it's let's be honest, Twitter the Twitter experience is all about little bitty short pieces of text, each of which will mm -hmm. require a commit to the the blockchain. And while posting art is a little bit heavier and like mm -hmm. not not the same, because obviously the content isn't being stored on the blockchain, the content stored on the other side of the protocol. It's just more interesting than tweets. Yeah. And it's it's really what it comes mm -hmm. down to. And the experience for an Instagram clone, shall we say, would be more interesting. Now, without the algorithm, would would decentralized library library gram without the surfacing algorithm be of use to people i don't know i i really don't but i bet somebody would like it yeah um i feel like when it comes to twitter alternatives there's already like mastodon true social gab parlor like all these alternatives so that the kind of market on that is a bit cornered um, yeah there's no reason to compete in that space yeah especially with twitter mm -hmm. now sucking the oxygen out of the room for that because <laughs> of uh the current state of unsettled affairs yep and uh so twitter might be in a bit of trouble as well so um you know Twitter is doing all right actually i'm kind of shocked it might not be very profitable though like but it was elon, never elon profitable to, yeah but elon musk will now have to bear instead of the investors bearing the burden of um you know basically gambling on them eventually becoming profitable now elon musk is basically just paying for the um the continuation so you're, so you're telling me that a guy with a consistent vision and the ability to run successful businesses <laughs> now has a personal stake in 
in success so he doesn't lose money. Oh my God. He's oh. not beholden to the shareholders either on that shit. Nope. He's beholden yeah. to his own wallet, which is way more important. If, uh, if Musk actually has any issues, it's uh, actually not an issue. He has so much money and so much revenue that no matter how much he would have to spend on Twitter, it would probably not be a real problem. And he could use it uh, to push his uh, agendas to yeah, market absolutely. himself more, you know, it's just an overall yeah. profit, even if not directly through the ability to mm -hmm. influence and um, promote his stuff easier than ever yeah. before. You could just uh, turn the profit indirectly. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of follow on advantage. And let's be honest, if somebody, if Elon Musk can take Twitter, slim that business down so that it can run closer to profitability, I'm not even saying make it profitable, literally slim it down till it can get closer to profit. Profitability. Holy crap, that would be huge. Huge. Well, yeah. he's firing 3,600 employees, so that, that's yeah. a start. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know that the New York Times employs only 2,500 people? The number of people that he's letting go from Twitter is actually larger than the number of people that work at the perhaps the largest news agency on the planet, which tells you how overburdened Twitter is with employees employees who aren't doing real work. This is going to conspiracy theory territory, but I, I think uh -huh. most of uh, Twitter's employees are simply in order to demonstrate the um, whole diversity hires and stuff. Just, I'm not, um, I'm not sure that's a conspiracy that, theory. It far with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure no. that's a conspiracy theory. I, I mean, not even. What? Um, I feel like this is going in. This this is probably going into like another territory and stuff. Do you want to turn it back to Landboy Lex? I mean, yeah, we have, uh, because we were we now. were talking about Instagram, and well, yeah. that is owned by Facebook. This brings us all the way back to talking about Odyssey again, and shockingly <laughs> enough, in a positive way, just like we were earlier, because the upcoming midterm election discussion was not the only thing that Odyssey promoted this week. I don't know what's happening. Again, I don't know who has grabbed the reins of the Odyssey PR, but whoever the fuck it is, you're an adult and uh, you're capable of expressing a coherent thought and you're promoting good stuff. So I'm sorry I doubted you. I, you're doing good. In particular, the Odyssey art community post that they made on mm -hmm. the 28th was fan freaking tastic because it went out of its way to point out, yes, yes, we have always preferred promoting Odyssey as a video platform. And then it states clearly in the first paragraph, this was a mistake. Odyssey is a media platform. And then they go on to talk about how multiple types and forms of media can be posted and consumed on Odyssey and how that is important to them and how that this creator, uh, Sample Dragon, to be specific, is important to the kind of content they would like to promote. It struck me dead center when I looked at this that Sample Dragon has absolutely no political taint from either side. Sample Dragon is something that we've talked about multiple times on this show that Odyssey needs more of, which is, not, not to put too fine a point on it, normie content. 
and I don't mean that as a slam, often I do, but in this case, it means content that just a normal person who's looking for cool stuff to experience and enjoy and get their hands on and play with and have a good time with and interact with the creator. And like, this is the stuff we want to see on the platform, Sample Dragon's stuff. And it's great, awesome, incredible to see Odyssey, the Odyssey team promoting Sample Dragon and this kind of content in a way that is is honestly just earnest and and real and it feels good i i think it's been a long mm -hmm. time coming is uh is now a good time to intervene uh intervene um, with uh with violence because maybe uh, so-called uh, normie content uh i've had actually trouble with that i like watching streamers the interaction uh, specifically when they're small and sure. uh, I've been searching for streams on Odyssey and uh, I failed to find many. I found like two guys in two days. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, all there's the a, other ones are either politically charged or 24/7 streams, and that's kind of a those are uh, a not much. very fun. Yeah, no. uh, you you are right. Um, yeah. Odyssey has a mechanical problem that it's had from day one, and I believe one that we've called out on this podcast more si since before day one when we first started hearing about the design. And that problem is that it doesn't go far enough in making live streams findable and explorable. If they want to make that a central yeah. part of their experience and honestly why wouldn't you at this point with rumble and and twitter and not twitter rumble and twitch and now twitter flirting with creating a uh, video live streaming platform focus now would be the time to get in and do it but they've never not once created a single stop one-stop shopping place where all you can see uh, is live streams. actually the rabbit hole or not the universe or universe category used to list every single live it used to, but it doesn't now. Yeah, that's been like four or five updates ago. They got rid of that. Yeah, and, no. I, and I think that's yep. a thing that would really make the experience on Odyssey, if, if what you're looking for is live streaming, that would be the thing to really push. And I, I would like to see them do that. I mean, again, I don't normally say good, positive, nice things about Odyssey. It's kind of against my religion, but I would like to see them succeed with that. And I would like to see them make this kind of content more accessible. And I would like to mm -hmm. see them if you're going to do live streaming, have a page where I can just go, all right, show me all the live streams that are available and give me some tools to, to filter down through them. We already have pretty decent filter tools. I mean, they're not great. Elasticsearch mm -hmm. kind of bites the, the big one, but it's better than nothing. Give me access to all those. Let me find them for myself and then let me find ways to curate them. Share them yeah, with my friends. Uh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. the thing I was thinking of for the last four days. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sanjo, do you have something to say? I would like to yeah. continue off you finish. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thanks. Have you, Lex, noticed, have you discussed this earlier? Because, of course, I haven't been here for like the whole time. Have you, did you discuss the updates to the Odyssey uh, channel layout stuff? No, no. I didn't oh, think that was well, important or interesting enough to talk about. Well, interestingly, for some reason, they've picked, for the Quatus Council channel, of course, I haven't really done anything with this yet. For the reason, it's decided to pick Quatus of the Week. I forget, it's like eight. 
2 for some reason, even though there's nothing really too significant about that certain quote of the week. Very yeah, odd yeah, how it just picks a random feature, like um, they're just picking a random video. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe or they're, they're yeah. looking at a uh, number of views or I don't know. Not I... views because it, it's kind of it's kind of a middling video, like not really the least, but not really the most. That All I've right. Gone, that seems like a good one to promote then. Like seriously, if you're Actually, looking true. at algorithmic promotion systems, if you, you the one that's been seen the most has probably been seen by all the people that want to yeah. one that's been seen the least is probably not your best work the stuff that's in mm -hmm. the middle that tends to be the best so or the best yeah, for promotion so, so it's interesting yeah yeah so I, algorithmically i think that's a quite a smart move i guess um yeah so c clearly odyssey are doing some good things with their layout i guess I, it's a step forward also you know mm -hmm. it's yeah, this is the moment which i don't want to do but uh youtube <laughs> updated their their interface a few days ago and uh odyssey disappointing uh, me yeah. in a very slight way was like oh yeah you got ripping off our interface and i really was like no yeah. no you you're ripping off early youtube interface which they are kind of yeah. going back to with more rounded corners so mm -hmm. like all right that that i guess that fulfills my quota of saying bad things about odyssey after all the wonderful good things <laughs> but yes this this right here this sample dragon and odyssey's art community post from odyssey i want to see more of this i want to see more promotion of this kind of content i want to see them talking about odyssey as a media platform i want to see more of us mm -hmm. using it as a media platform and to that end uh, to that end i think i'm going to create a new channel mm -hmm. oh no what, I think whoa, gonna what's a new this channel, channel going to be? What's this channel going to be called? Like? I don't know yet. Gonna, I don't know, but I know what's going to go in it. It's going to contain stable diffusion and other <laughs> AI-generated art. <laughs> uh, because I I feel like I I got some stuff to say in that field, and I'm you know talk about how <laughs> this is mature and only be available on library, dude. Oh uh, <laughs> well, you know I don't think I've got any nudity queued up for that. But anyway, yeah, I think mm -hmm. I, I think I might tinker with a the new channel. And, and tell people about mm -hmm. it just because yeah. you know what we we have artists and we have important things to do and talk about and i think that's i think it's an important thing to do and uh you know what let's mm -hmm. let's add to it so maybe i'll do some uh art challenges once a week mm -hmm. maybe i don't know what's gonna happen i'm just tinkering with the idea right now but i'll keep you guys in the that's that's it yep. for all of the lightweight content <laughs> svelte do you have your mm -hmm. hard hat on oh i am prepared my friend and <laughs> Everybody's, yeah. buckled in. Everybody's buckled in to the, uh, to the cage and ready to go on the bungee trip. I believe so. I believe I so. Make one comment. I'm trapped on ready to go, man. Go ahead, Sandro. Very yeah, dangerous yeah. trip. Yeah. Uh, I guess not. One, one criticism of Odyssey. Uh, it, it seems like on their Twitter account, when it comes to promoting creators, they seem to promote a lot of uh, political creators, which I would say isn't the smartest move to play because uh, in general, I think having a nice diversity of creators is good. Uh, yeah, so if only you had been here 40 minutes ago when that was the actual topic. Oh, what? Okay. You um, kind of missed yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue on. Felton. All right, yeah. cool. All right, so I, uh, I, uh, I, go ahead. There we go. Uh, I went to come on Sample Dragon. I've been around his live stream before. It's really nice, but sadly doesn't get that much interaction. He has no, um, he has no uh, microphone, so he just speaks through the chat. I, uh, I consider that I a plus to him most before. People. He's a he's a rather base motorcycle enjoyer. He hasn't he doesn't own one, but he's tried one before. I think that mm -hmm. the the fact that he got some promotion through Odyssey itself is probably a big plus for him so let's let's hope that shakes out for him maybe we'll 
Maybe we'll see if we can get in touch. Maybe get an interview. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? But right now, 